is Smart Consulting Sourcing, the only podcast about consulting procurement or how to buy consulting services. You'll get tips on how to use consulting, buy consulting, and managing the consulting. And now your host, Ellen Lafitte. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Smart Consulting Sourcing, the only podcast about consulting procurement. I am Ellen, and today is the eighth episode of your series, How to Buy Consulting Services Like a Pro. Are you ready to learn how to accurately and effectively set the context of your project in your RFP? Oh, so let's dive in. But before we get there, do you remember when we chatted last week about the secret sauce to an irresistible RFP and why a compelling intro casing your company's background is crucial? You know, many people dive right into the details on RFP and neglect the crucial aspect of setting the stage for everyone involved, you know, from new players to long-time partners. And the solution is simple. Spice up that intro and watch your project's outcome sizzle with success. So to achieve this, a comprehensive background of the company should be included in the RFP because this provides a thorough understanding of the company's industry, geographical reach and financials. And it's also important to include information on the department responsible for the project and any other relevant data. And it's also essential to explain how this particular project ties into the larger objective and vision of your organization. Uh, you know, consulting sourcing experts know how to strike the balance between providing too much information and not enough. And this balance is found through repetition and experience. But what about confidential information? Is it necessary to include it in the background of a project? The answer is yes, as long as it's relevant to the matter hand. However, it's important to ensure that you are signing an NDA or confidentiality clause within your MSA or consulting agreement to protect both parties involved. So today's episode is the second step in writing the perfect RFP. So be sure to listen to last week's episode first. We don't want you to miss out on any critical insights about consulting searching strategy. And if you want to catch up, you can find our episode on Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, or read through the full transcript on consultingquest.com's thought leadership section. So don't miss this one-of-a-kind opportunity to craft the perfect RFP for consulting services. But now, let's talk about describing the context of your project. So it's, it's an important section that can make or break your project and your RP. So it's important to get it right. You know, there's a fine line between the background of a company and the context of the project. Because as a rule, the background of your company should be more or less the same for all the project launch in the same period of time. While the context will always be unique to the project described in the RP. The context section is where you want to explain why you're launching this consulting project and what are your main expectations? If you have doubts about what you want to do or can do with the support of a consultant, it can be a good idea to engage in a few conversations with consulting firms to sharpen your views on the project progressively. And don't forget to check if you have an active NDA before you do that, right? So during those conversations, you might realize that 
you are embracing a scope that's too large or that the project could be broken down into smaller pieces. You know, it's not unusual. And it's better to make these realizations early on rather than later. You know, so why is it important? Well, for one, the larger the scope, the higher the price. But a larger scope doesn't always translate into a higher impact. You have to focus on what really brings value. And sometimes the scope you have in mind doesn't make sense. And you might not realize it because you're not a seasoned consultant, right? So that's where consulting sourcing expert like me can help. So now let's dive deeper into the context section of your RFP. This section should provide a high level overview of the problem you're trying to solve. To create a solid context section, begin with the basics. Describe the state of the industry, outline the primary challenges you're facing, and summarize the actions you have taken so far to tackle these issues. In addition, explain your ambitions for the future and how you hope the consultant will support you in achieving these goals. Providing this information will help the consultants understand the current landscape and design a proposal that meets your need. So in other words, you need to provide a clear rationale for the project and explain what support you need from the consultants. Before we continue, I want to take a moment to emphasize the importance of including information about what you've done before in your RFP. Surprisingly, many RFPs omit this crucial data. If you want the consulting firm to help you move forward effectively, it's essential that you provide them with a clear understanding of where you are in your journey. This will save you time, energy, and money and prevent the consulting firm from starting the project from scratch or reopening doors or options that you have already explored and closed. So make sure to include this information in your RFP to set your project up for success. Think of this section as a teaser. So what's to come in the rest of the RFP? You want to pick the consultant's interest and give them a reason to want to work with you. You know, remember, the goal of this section is to communicate the main problem you're facing and what you're looking for in a consultant to help solve it. It's important to keep it concise and focused. The consultant understands the project scope and purpose. Now, let's take a look at example. Last week, if you remember, we discussed Insurance Co. who wanted to write an RFP to assess the effectiveness of his RICS organization. So what would the context section of the RFP look like? So slow economic growth in Europe, in particular compared to other markets, has limited the growth of the insurance industry. After a slight increase in 2017, growth went down again in 2018. In 2016, new European regulation, namely Sovereignty 2, started to be implemented. As a result, the pressure on risk and compliance functions increased significantly. European politics could also impact the regulatory stance in major markets. As a result, risk is becoming more than ever a core function in the organization. Insurance needs to adjust business processes and strategies to this new environment. In 2017, Insurance Co. created a risk and compliance team at the group level to supervise the implementation of 7C2 in the different business units. Insurance Co. would like now to review the various options for organizing the risk activities at the corporate and business unit level 
and identify the most efficient setup while taking into account the position of regulators on this critical matter. So at first glance, the insurance score RFP for assessing the effectiveness of its risk organization might seem like a simple org design project. However, if you look very closely, some key elements are missing that could greatly impact the project success. For instance, the context session doesn't provide any information about the results of the existing risk and compliance team. It's unclear why the corporate team wants to reorganize the risk function only two years after the CRIM situation. This information is crucial for consultants to understand the underlying issues and identify the most effective solutions. So another missing element is the political dimension or the corporate relationship with business units. This is often a key consideration in organization projects and consultants need to understand the dynamics at play to design a proposal customized to your needs. And finally, it might be useful to provide some benchmark data on existing models and anticipate the position of the regulator. This information would help the consultants understand the current landscape and identify best practices to implement. So if you include this missing element in the RFP, it would greatly improve the chances of success for the project. It would also help the consultants understand exactly where the insurance co stands on the path to success and designed a tailored proposal to meet their needs. So in addition to providing context for your consulting project, it's also important to define the high level questions you want to answer because these questions will guide the consultant in their approach and ensure that the project delivered the desired results. For instance, in the case of insurance codes RFP for assessing the effectiveness of its risk organization, they might define the following stuttering questions that need to be addressed. So that could be, what is the existing performance of the risk and compliance setup and how does it compare to competitors? Who are the high and low performers by function? What are the different opportunities to harmonize the organizational structure? What are the best options to improve the efficiency of the organization based on internal benchmark? For each option, what would be the impasse versus risks to consider? What are the associated costs and potential benefits? A first high-level assessment shows potential for 7% savings, which could contribute to the overall synergy objective of the merger. So defining these high-level questions not only help the consultant understand the project's scope, but also ensures that the project is aligned with the company's objective and delivers tangible results. So now that you have established the context of your consulting project, it's time to move on to the description of your requirements. This is where you define the scope of the project and the deliverables you expect from the consultants. But unfortunately, our time is up for today's episode. So don't worry, we'll be back next week with more tips and tricks on smart consulting sourcing. And that's it for today's episode on describing the context of your consulting project in your RFP. So we've learned that 
this section is crucial and can make or break your project success. It's important to engage in conversations with consulting firms to clarify your views on the project and ensure you have a clear understanding of what you want to achieve. In the context section of your IFP, you should provide a high-level overview of the problem you're trying to solve, the state of your industry, the main challenges you're facing, and what support you need from the consultants. You know, defining high-level questions you want to answer with the project will guide the consultants in their approach and ensure that the project delivers the desired results. And remember, the RFP is an essential document that sets the tone for your consulting project. Taking the time to properly establish the context, define your requirements, and ask the right questions will help you find the right consultants and achieve your objective. Because that's the goal ultimately, right? So next week, we will dive deeper into defining scope and deliverable for your project, as well as discussing the timeline, phasing, and budget. These elements are the core of your RFP and will ensure that you receive great proposals and achieve great results. However, finding the right balance between saying too much and not enough can be challenging. So come prepare for a packed session. Stay tuned and don't miss it. Till then, stay safe and happy sourcing. And if you have any questions regarding today's topic or any consulting procurement related topic actually. Remember, you can always contact me directly on LinkedIn or by email because I'm always game for a chat. Bye and see you next week. Au revoir. You've been listening to Smart Consulting Sourcing, the only podcast about consulting procurement. We hope you enjoyed the show. We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hit the website at consultingquest.com. Find us on LinkedIn, Twitter, and YouTube. For questions and comments, send an email to ellen.lafitte at consultingquest.com. See you next time.